Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Welcome, Life Beam. This week, I have a special treat for you. It was a special treat for me recording this episode, but I hope that you will enjoy just as much listening to it because in today's episode, I have my husband, Ryan, sharing his journey of healing and discovering Kriya Yoga and his guru. And he gives some great tips to how to get started on your own spiritual journey, especially with meditating. And it was such a treat to finally get him on this podcast because he's not a show pony like moi. So I'm so happy and so excited actually that he finally is ready to share his story and share his wisdom on my podcast. We actually went down to our beautiful local beach with some turmeric lattes and we sat in the dunes and recorded this for you. So the sound might be different. You might be able to hear the ocean in the background or the birds. And look, my sound quality probably always leaves a lot to desire, but I always trust that it's good enough for whoever listens to it to still get heaps out of it. But in this episode, you will get the whole picture of where we were at the time of the recording. Anyways, without further ado, I would love to introduce you to my husband, Ryan, who will share his journey of discovering Kriya Yoga, tell you a little bit more about it, and also share his best tips for starting on your own spiritual journey. Here's Ryan. So hello husband. This is a bit of a treat today because we're recording this episode, our first one together, but also we are at a local beautiful beach with some turmeric lattes. So it always feels like a date. Nice view. Yeah, it feels like a date. Yeah, it's beautiful. So Ryan, Welcome to my podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to share you with my listeners because I know your journey, which I think is a little bit uh, epic. And I would love for you to share your journey to finding your guru, um, discovering Kriya Yoga, and meditation the whole process and the changes and transformations that have happened that i've witnessed mm-hmm. in the last two three years so where shall we start shall we start with maybe how you started meditating how you found yeah. your yoga guru <clears throat> absolutely so um a few years back well it was probably five or six years ago um I realized I had an anger problem and I decided that meditation may help 
So I went on that path for a little while, trying all different techniques. But it wasn't until I found my guru, Paramahansa Yogananda, after I read Autobiography of a Yogi, that I really found my soul's true calling. This is the book that I'm yet to finish, which I know you've been telling me to read for the last two years. Yeah, fantastic book. And I didn't interject when you said you had an anger problem because... Um, because I certainly did. Well, I wanted you to finish your thought, but um, <laughs> just to... I do want to say something now. It's not like Ryan has... Uh, when he says he had an anger problem, he wasn't um, rowdy, violent, looking for trouble. Um, he was, um, at least the time that I have had the pleasure of knowing you, he just uh, had maybe a shorter fuse. Yeah, short temper. Irritated well, quick easily. To quick to react to, you know, people's comments or whatever. Yeah, which, which I think um, a lot of people might relate to this and perhaps you know little light bulbs might be going off now but uh we we're not always so aware that this is a problem or you know we we tend to often think that it must be the environment the people around yeah. us right so the first great thing was that you became aware that you had let's call it a problem right because that was the beginning of your journey yeah. Well, a few things happened where I just wasn't very happy with my performance. I, I didn't like the result of my anger controlling my situation. So through Kriya Yoga, um, I learned that I can control my emotions. I can control this chaotic energy that I felt within me. I don't have to respond like that. I can stay completely calm now. I can control my energies. Um, yeah, Kriya Yoga is a fantastic Eastern science. It's been around for thousands of years and I would recommend it to anybody to try. But there's so many different reasons to, you know, go meditate and go down that path of um, self-discovery, self-realization, um, discovering the truth of who you really are. Which is so interesting that you say that because um Probably a lot of people uh, who who have known you mm -hmm. from a few years back, I think when they meet you now, they probably realize how much you have changed yep. and your energy has changed. And um, I often, when I, 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 you know, you may not know this, but I often mention you in uh, my posts, my comments, my um, episodes, when something happens for me and you're the one who always says rise above it mm. and don't let your ego you know take take, take the your, lead. yeah take the lead and make you react to a situation mm. and i would like for you to maybe delve into this a little bit deeper i really like that example of the the monk in Vietnam mm. that, that set favorite. himself on fire in protest I think there was some type of protest going in the on. 80s I was in the 80s <clears throat> I believe so yeah but this just goes to show that no matter what situation you are in you can stay calm and centered even when you're burning alive or and another example is Jesus Christ on mm. the cross mm. he was being tortured on the cross and he still 
had the love in his heart to say, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Mm. So even in a human's deepest, darkest hour, God is still there with you. He's in your heart and it is possible to tap into this anytime. Um, detach from the ego and be completely at one. Have that oneness, that centeredness. So that's interesting because that is um, the way I often in my sessions talk about this occurrence is, um, you know, you can be on a human level and, you know, on a human level things annoy you, agitate you, make you angry. But if you can rise to the soul level, right, because you are more soul than human, if you can rise to that level and look at what is happening and you kind of can go, huh, that's interesting, look what's happening and you become the observer. Yeah, and which observe think, the energies in your body too. Yes, and where it's happening. That's what triggers these emotional events like anger and or whatever sadness or jealousy or whatever mm. look at these feel these energies in your body i feel it around my heart area and i used to feel this turmoil that then would trigger an anger response in me but now through kriya yoga i can feel this rising and I can almost just control it. I can consciously control my energies so that I don't become angry. So it's really benefit, really benefited me in that in that way. And you, you, you've, be, you've become so much more self-aware. And as a result, I'm becoming more self-aware. Like, you know, because we yeah. have these conversations all the time. Now, Ryan, I know you, you can't really talk about the practices of Kriya Yoga. Yeah, um, not too specific. Yes, but we can talk about meditation and meditation was the first, I believe, practice that sort of, that was like the starting point. Yeah, it was a stepping stone. A stepping stone. So perhaps you could tell my listeners how, um, how to meditate or what your experiences or how to get started even just take it a, oh, a bit of a crash course, <laughs> yes, a crash course. Um, first you want to get your body moving you want to get the energy flowing through your body you want to pull that cosmic energy in from the ether how it's do we all do around that? us just get your body just go do some exercise go for a walk go for a brisk walk do some aerobics do some stretching get your body wake woke it up and then you want to sit quiet, sit quietly, focus on deep breathing, and then um, then focus on the observer. You want to focus on the observer. You want to find the truth of who you really are behind the mind. How so do we do that? Observe the observer. Okay, let's let's that's break a, that's it down a, a, a little pretty more. simple way of doing it. Observe the observer. So you set the intention when you close your eyes, or is it a breathing practice? Do you focus on something? Do you see anything? Um, the slow, deep, deep breathing will just get you in the zone of you know, a relaxed body and a relaxed mind. And um, yeah, set the intention. Ask your, ask your. Um, I'll tell your spirit guides and spirit and God what what you want to achieve in this in this session in the in your meditation session and um, and sit quietly and just observe observe the thoughts that come and and just let them go observe them let them go and if you kind of 
you know, go on a train of thought. Um, and then you realize, oh, hold on a sec, I'm not meditating. Just stop calmly and just let that thought go and come back to being the observer and focus on your breath. Okay, so often I know um, it feels like we have this never-ending monkey brain. Mm -hmm. And I know if, when I first started meditating, um, I actually, when I actually caught myself running off with my, uh, uh, what's it called, train of thought, mm -hmm. I then felt bad and I'm like, oh, I've wasted all this time. Now I lost the, th the point. Now I lost where I was, you know, and then I started feeling bad and then that triggered some yeah. new thoughts and it was like this spiral. So what would you recommend? Obviously, feeling bad is not going to help you. So, so you've sort of articulated it already, bring yourself back. Yeah. and focus on your breath yeah. but would you say monkey brain is okay thoughts monkey okay? brain is okay because Don't that's that's natural yeah everyone will be going through that at some stage but um just to alleviate this you just have to try and sit calm you just have to keep practicing every day it's um it's not going to come easy so this type of meditation what is uh aim or goal with this type of meditation well in on my path in in kriya yoga that the idea is to find the true self or find god within yourself okay mm -hmm. so and once you can find this stillness within you you can have this calmness throughout your day-to-day -day life all the time and you'll respond to any situation in a calm way and in a, a well-behaved, appropriate, well-mannered way. That is not uh, led by ego. That is not led by ego, yeah. So would you say someone who perhaps isn't, uh, you know, ready to connect maybe with God or spirit, or but they just want to find that inner peace, they want to be calmer, could they still do the practice? Absolutely. It's still going to be beneficial, yeah. How long should we then sit and meditate? What, what, how, what would you recommend? I reckon a good place to start is 15 minutes, but progressively just try and get longer and longer. Um, and if comfort's an issue, just um, you know, keep it, keep it going for as long as you can. But I think consistency, like every day, is the key. Yes. Yeah, just keep it consistent. So that's really interesting how um, slightly different uh, practices are around meditation because when I start working with someone, I always say start with five minutes um, and then you will notice that the time goes so fast and you actually want to stay in it so that's when it's time to increase right yeah now I know also you think that posture posture yeah is important it erects straight uh, an erect spine in its natural in its neutral position mm -hmm. is the best way to have energy flow up and down the spine but this is more of a Kriya yoga thing so it's 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 may not it may not be as critical for everyone um, you can meditate lying down, you know, you can meditate, you know, with your back leaning against a chair. I don't have my back leaning against anything. I try and keep it as straight and as erect as possible. Yep. But you don't have to. 
Well, this is interesting because the thing that not many people know is that you had not just um, an inner transformation in terms of, you know, you've, you found it in a piece and you kind of let go of that, let's say, anger. There's a story behind that anger, which we will see if we go into it in, in this yeah. episode or another episode yeah. because it's quite fascinating and it spans over past lives yeah. but you also saw benefits in terms of your body oh yeah absolutely my my whole spine has, is realigning uh, my posture has changed i'm using muscles that i didn't before um, i have less back pain now um, my whole body feels a lot stronger, um, I'm a lot more flexible, I'm a lot more vibrant, um, I don't need to eat as much anymore, I've noticed. You don't uh, even drink caffeine really, like you don't have caffeine and you, know, you have so much energy. Yeah, with Kriya Yoga you get very uh, sensitive to energy in your body, because mm -hmm. that's what Kriya Yoga is all about, um, realising that you are the energy in your body or not even the energy in your body it goes a lot deeper than that but um, yeah you can learn to feel these very subtle energies and with caffeine you really feel what it does to your body and what it feels like it's doing it's it's just agitating the system it's like a fake energy it's like someone prodding you with a fork behind you trying to get you to go and do something that's what caffeine feels like to me now Huh. That's what caffeine feels so I, so I choose not to have it now. <laughs> and actually also, when I have my phone in my pocket, I can feel the pulses of energy now in my pocket. Right. So I prefer to actually leave my phone away from me now. This is probably a good thing for anyone to try. See if you can feel... Not good if you're shopping and you want to call your husband to see if we have something. <laughs> Absolutely not. But just <laughs> as a little experiment, see how you feel with, with and without your phone in your pocket. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm uh, much more in tune with those subtle changes in the body now. So caffeine doesn't really go with me anymore. No, and you still have so much energy. Mm. I actually remember this one time, and this was before you were, I think, uh, doing Kriya Yoga, where we went out somewhere, we had lunch, and we ordered coffee, and they served you like this bucket full of coffee and I remember when we got home you were doing all these things cleaning the gutters doing this doing this you were like buzzing and then yeah. you crashed yeah. but it was so funny because then I haven't seen you like this for a long time and recently I was actually reminded of this again except I'm like wow you're doing this without the coffee now mm. like buzzing around doing all these things yeah I've, I've definitely noticed I've got more there. energy yeah yeah the, the Kriya Yoga it draws in cosmic energy so you can live less by material sustenance and more by cosmic energy mm. that is and so I have noticed this I, I don't have to eat that much and I don't lose weight or anything but I still got a lot of energy that is really fascinating mm. uh, and I would love for you to tell my listeners if if they're interested in exploring what Kriya Yoga might do for them, yeah. uh, or perhaps they or someone they know has something that, you know, is um, like an anger problem or they feel this term oil within themselves, where 
you scent them first. So first I would suggest to start a meditation practice and there's hundreds and thousands of different meditation techniques. Just Google it and you'll find plenty and see which one resonates with you the most. Or if you're really interested in going a little bit further, going really diving deep into your true self, you can go the path of um, Kriya Yoga and Paramahansa Yogananda's teachings. And what's the book again that I'm supposed to read that we can, if we can mention it again? Autobiography of a Yogi is a really good place to start to um, you know, get a good feel for what Paramahansa Yogananda is all about. Um, it'll go over you know, the basics of yoga and well, his whole life, how he did what he did and you know, the possibilities that are possible for a human. Um, you know, he was a very, very connected with God, very connected with creation, <clears throat> connected with the infinite. He was an amazing soul and he left us some amazing work. And these scientific techniques really do work. They work beautifully. They're thousands of years old and they're tried and tested through time and they survive the dark ages and they're here to stay and we should all take advantage of using them, in my opinion. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the love. Um, because in, in a few of my sessions, I, I was asking um, participants to connect to their heart and grow this feeling of love or expand the light of love. Yeah. Uh, we've done um, a manifesting session where we were sending love to the future. Now, one of the things that my astral team has said is that you can send love to anyone. Yeah. You, even if it's a toxic person, someone you know who has triggered you, you may not be ready to forgive them, but you can still send them love. Yeah. Now. I know you know from your guru a little bit more about this, so shall we dive yeah. into this? Well, yeah, I'll give my opinion on it. Um, from what I've been feeling from doing my practices is this um, loving feeling in my heart um, and it, it gives me complete peace and connectedness to my intuition and this is a big part of manifesting. If you are not, if your heart is not in a loving place, you can't manifest because you're vibrating at a lower frequency. So what you want to do, you want to feel this love in your heart and you want to try and amplify this. The more you can amplify it and um, raise your vibration, it, the easier it is to receive intuitive thought and yeah, in turn, the, e the easier it is to manifest um, exactly what your heart desires. And be compassionate around people. Yeah, well, that's um, a byproduct of it. That you're are, naturally. Yeah. So yeah. you can tolerate people, be in the same room with people that would normally trigger you, uh, are challenging, let's say, yeah. to deal with. You know, maybe they impose things on you or they try to control the conversation. And instead of getting um, on a human level very emotional about it, you know, getting your emotions involved and mm -hmm. get triggered yep. you can kind of drop into your heart space connect yep. to that 
feeling of love amplify it like you say it and kind of it's almost like it washes over you and you can almost say i honor what you're saying yeah but i also honor what i believe yeah uh and i love that uh when we talk about this because um often when we think of like connect to love you know feel love and especially when we're talking about manifesting um it's portrayed like this big task and so people sit there going i don't feel love or you know i don't know how it's supposed to feel like how big is it but actually if you go into this allowing state so you set the intention and you go into this allowing state and just let the magic happen yeah um that feeling will build up and grow and amplify and you will just feel it yeah now i know that that Paramahansa talks about it a little bit differently with um you know and on a more um connected to god yeah feeling as absolutely. well but it's the same thing either yeah. way and you and you can feel this loving energy a lot more easier if you go to the beach mm-hmm. or a place like that uh, or close to water because it's where the water the earth and the ether meet so it's a special kind of um intersection point and it's um it's easier to feel this uh loving feeling and it's more it's not an outward it's not necessarily an outward loving thing you don't have to put on this loving fake face it's more of an internal peace you have to find within yourself it's your true it's your natural state of being Mm. and it's it's very calming and it's not necessarily you know lovey-dovey um you know you have to love everything it's, it's more to do with your state of being. Being in this loving state is high vibrational. You're more connected to your intuition. You're more connected to the truth. And you will manifest your dreams much easier. Yes, so you're hitting all the levels. You're, uh, <laughs> you're able to manifest. You have a much nicer energy. Yeah. You feel better. You vibrate better. Yeah. And people around you will feel Yeah, it rubs off onto it other rubs people. Off yeah. Because it's not that fake, annoying, like everything is positive and yeah, happy. Yeah, like and, a fake smile know. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's really... It's not like that. It's no. on a, such a deeper level. And I, I know for you it happens so much more often. For me, it's still take certain things that I need to put in practice yeah um, yes going to the beach hence why we're here today yeah um, but when I do connect it's like this feeling that bubbles inside and it rises yeah. and it's warm and fuzzy it's like I guess those of you who've had um, newborns you might re- relate to this feeling it's like when you look at your newborn baby you know and this feeling Mm. of immense love washes over you yeah remember that feeling that feeling try and manifest it yourself within yourself so any so the way you can connect to it um easier in the beginning especially because it does take a little bit of practice is perhaps recall these moments that gave you that feeling like you know seeing your beautiful newborn baby holding Mm. it for the first time maybe yeah maybe when you were in love maybe when you got proposed to maybe when you went on that first holiday trip as husband and wife or you know when you were i don't know as a family anything that brings you joy that that was that feeling recall it and then notice what happens in your body yeah relive it 
then it will bring on that feeling again. You also have, Ryan, a interesting practice uh, where you kind of let God handle it. Like you kind of open up your chest. I often say shoulders down, open your chest and yep. just let this light come from above and, yep. and radiate in. Yeah, your spirit guides, whatever you want to call them, God, they're yep. all there. They want to send you all this loving, positive energy. But you have to, we have to kind of meet them halfway. Mm. So you have to somehow manifest this inside you, this positive, loving energy from your heart. <clears throat> and then um, you'll be filled with even more. That is amazing. <coughs> so before we wrap this up, and is there anything else that you would like to say that I haven't asked you? Um, yeah, just I would recommend starting a meditation practice if you haven't already and keep it consistent. Mm. Yeah. And focus on that loving feeling in your chest, in your heart, and try and manifest it. Try and manifest this love within you. Now, Ryan is not a social media person or um, even <laughs> doing this podcast. It took a little bit of um, convincing, but you have he has an Instagram account and you have started making videos. Yes. And sharing your journey and your information. Uh, so if anyone is interesting to see, follow you, learn more about this, where can they find you? This is where you get to plug yourself. Um, yeah, just on Instagram. I think my username is Ryan JB. Yeah, we'll add that into the show notes. Yeah, Ryan JB. And um, yeah, I'm just going to start sharing my journey of yoga and self-discovery, self-realization. Um, yeah. This was fun. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, we'll need to bring you back and talk about the past lives and the anger because there's mm -hmm. more to yeah. it. So this, because <laughs> we started like, I love how you started like I had an anger problem and it starts like, gosh, who is this guy? But there is so much more to that story. And some of you who have been in a few of my containers might remember, because uh, I've mentioned it, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it here and there. But it, ha it spans over past lives and the healing that Ryan has received, the realizations, yeah. the inside, the past lives that he saw, um, yeah, all yeah. kind of sense. The hard work is well worth the effort. Definitely. Yes, but we need to share. We need to share your yeah that aspect as well. The prelogue is that prelogue or epilogue? That no, prelogue <laughs> is the first one, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll think about this. <laughs> anyway, the the stuff that came before your journey here now, um, we will definitely have to do a podcast episode on that. So yeah, thank you so much. No worries. And we will now enjoy our turmeric lattes and take in this beautiful view this beautiful weather and i will be in your ears next week thanks for listening thanks ryan no worries see you later